everybody. It's the Urban Hermit Podcast here. Cameron Jones with my host, Jordan Jones. You know, it's surprising actually how often I put on jock jams or something similar while we're just like cleaning the house and stuff. Um, I think Jock Jams was the first, one of the first CDs I borrowed from one of my friends and I played it while I was shooting hoops and it got me all pumped. You had quite the shooting hoops library of music, if anything, like all of your playlists were, I feel like mostly for shooting hoops back in the day. Well, yeah, like, I mean, anywhere you could, but it's not like I had a a car or anything (laughs) at that age, you know, so that's probably where I was at home. Uh, List me off some Jordan Jones hits. What were getting you Jock Jam pumped up to uh, push me around the driveway? Well, Jock Jams, you probably were too young or unwilling to play, but uh, Moni Moni was getting me at the time. Oh, yeah. I, don't know. I mean, not a- even that, but like just your rap game, you were listening to quite a bit of uh, quite of the rap music. Oh, Bourbons and Lacks by Master P for sure. For sure. Um, just the hits during the time, like Changes by Tupac. <laughs> I mean, I feel like Bone Thugs Harmony, Crossroads was Bone on there. Bone Thugs Harmony, Crossroads for sure. This was in the height of Nelly also kind of around this time. Uh, some Snoop, some early Snoop, you, you know, all the good stuff. I think I, th- I'm, everybody thinks they grew up in the best version of whatever, but I truly think that early nineties to mid nineties rap was like the mainstream best it'll ever be. Obviously I'm sure people are doing a lot of good stuff today, but that's just my two cents. But just out of the game. I, I mean, the, the Super you... Bowl halftime show agrees with me. Well, that, that's true. I mean, I think we've now reached that demographic. Uh, I've I've been pretty. I can bad tell at- you my first the first rap song I liked was uh, Jermaine Dupri and um, Jay Z. Money ain't a thing. God, I can't, I can't even say the first like specific the genre Ferrari song I Jaguar liked. Switching. Um, I don't know if that was the first genre I, I liked ever, but that was the first one I well, got. I'm just saying even genre own. specific, like the first rap song you liked. I don't know. That one, I, I, I definitely, it was one of my first one. Um, there was a lot of rap songs like that I definitely couldn't relate to, but I loved it. Uh. I feel like most of, them, most of them. Well, most of them, but like juvenile, ha. Huh? The, the, old, the older I get, I'm like, that's, I, I don't even know. I mean, it's catchy. I can't <laughs> understand a bunch of the words, and I definitely can't relate. Uh, so I've been watching a bunch of multiverse movies recently, and it got me thinking, where do you think you fall in your versions of the cell, of yourselves? Are you killing it? Are you, like, you know, not doing great? Are oh. you Tobey Maguire? <laughs> so I don't know what's going on in the multiverse, but I've definitely, like, thought about this. If this is the Matrix, if mm-hmm. everything's just made up, is this the best we could be doing? And I feel like the answer is most certainly no, right? Yeah, for sure society, but I'm just thinking about me. I def- There's definitely going to be, you know, a multitude of versions where I'm like, oh, that guy's killing it. But I'd like to believe I'm doing better than, like, 60% of the versions of me, you know, at least. Well, I'm sure there's some that just died earlier or evil. Yeah, that's what I'm that saying. I'm sure stuff, that, right? there's, a, there's a large percentage that just like immediately get wiped out like the beginning of the new <clears throat> Suicide Squad movie. So by the nature that we're relatively decent guys and we don't have any, you know, abnormalities or birth problems, you know, we're fine. Like we're in the middle, I would assume. But like, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about there's way better ones out there. God, how pissed would you be to find out like gently the one that you are the best version of you? You are the pinnacle of Jordan. Ooh, I feel bad for all those other Jordans. You're the rickest Rick out there. I feel real bad for all those other Jordans that this is the best. (laughs) And I know that's a little self-deprecating, but if there's multi-millions of, you know, examples of me, if this is the best, bummer for the rest, (laughs) you bunch of fucking losers. How about you? I guess... uh, Again, 60%. So who on this earth, though, I mean... 
So like Elon Musk must think this is the he's the one. Oh, he's doing pretty good for himself. Yeah, because I'd say he's like kind of just number one out of all of us anyway. So I, yeah, I think I think that's well. Like I don't I don't well, agree as far with as that wealth necessarily, and, but I know getting, he feels the number one out of us. As far as wealth and the tomfuckery of doing what you want, I'd say he's he's reached his pinnacle of that. Um, uh, I don't truly agree with most of his stuff. You know, just hopefully he doesn't become a supervillain. He's definitely got the supervillain 101. You it know. seemed like Jeff Bezos was closer to that, but... Oh, I, I was watching evil. this recently. This was kind of cool. So you know how there's kind of been a race for, like, uh, just civilian passengers to get to space and commercializing flights and stuff? Mm-hmm. Well, apparently there's a new company that's probably going to put all these people out of business because it's not using expensive rockets and fuel. It's just essentially a weather balloon with a really nice lounge and, like, cocktail area. So and- we're going back to the... Uh, Weather balloons, the spheres, what, the, what's the Hindenburg? Oh, the, bl- the like the blimps and stuff. Not not. So I don't think. Well, I don't think we're using. We're hydrogen. not hydrogen filled. Well, what like, are we? I mean, you've seen like those giant weather balloons with like Red Bull people taking them up. I mean, that's the concept. They just take it to a certain height. It's an eight-hour ride up and down with like drinks and food served and like windows all around. That seems cooler than like you're gonna feel a lot of G's. You might so, shit your pants. It's about two hours. That sounds awesome. I believe you and me definitely want to get in any luxury travel that. From yesteryear, whether it sure. be I mean, I'm looking not at a train cruise travel in today's now, standards, but, but you know, like a nice river cruise. Well, that's actually instant. How, how do you feel about cruises? Because my fiance does kind of push the idea from time to time, but I don't want to get stuck with a disease on the ocean for any period of time. And I don't know how um, I fare I'm with. I'm pretty seasick. into that, but I don't think I'm into just hanging out with other people on a cruise. Okay, right. No, uh, I don't want a disease. Um, in general, I rather go to like. Essentially, it's the same as an all-inclusive resort, right? It's just on the sea, and you make stops on different islands. My argument is just go to an all-inclusive resort and then take a couple days off or, you know, get off the resort and go see what the locals are about. I mean, also my biggest fear is just our dad has problems with seasickness and motion sickness. And in my older age, I have had ear issues. So I feel like I'd get out there in day two, be like, oh God, this is a nightmare. I'm trapped. Um, I don't know if I get motion sickness, but the older I get the, and I haven't been to an amusement park for a while, but the rides where the screens, those ones, the, that you move, those really mess with me. So if that's motion sickness, that'd be awful. I'm fine on any ride as long as it doesn't do a loop now or if it doesn't do like a corkscrew. If I get turned upside down, it fucks with the bones in my inner ear and my equilibrium's off for a while. So Wait, we went, I have a I yeah. have a question to get back to once once you're finished. <laughs> I, I interrupted that. Oh, nothing. But just essentially, like the Superman flag at six, the Superman ride at six flags is the one where you go like linear, linear, you're laying down. Mm-hmm. But you go into a bunch of loops right away. And we got off that and I was just wobbly as a motherfucker, like on the railing on the way down. I was like, I think we have to like not go on any rides for the next hour. You know how um, our infrastructure is just failing? Like we need to remake bridges and buildings and all that in the united states yeah and i'm I'm terrified i'm gonna pop a wheel so every time i drive home my guess is um that that probably trickles down to also amusement parks and probably people are getting less and less uh good at their job because our society sucks mm, i think that's all just how much money they have in their own upkeep i think that just has something to say maybe about our country unfortunately. okay so outside of like disney world and universal i'm sure most amusement parks are um operating at pretty small margins sure um I've I've myself gone on enough, to enough amusement parks. I'm just not I'm not risking it anymore. What just going on rides? Yeah, I'm just done maybe. I mean, I know I have a kid on the way, so maybe we'll go to Disney World or something someday. But I'm for me personally, I'm like, yeah, it's over. I had a good run. I've done it all. You know, there was only one time and it was recently. Was this last time uh going to Six Flags with my fiance, but it was just one of those rides where you go up and down really quick, but you're like 
it, it turns the last second. It's almost like those axes that that go. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But it was on a roller coaster on a track instead of like on a swiveling thing. But for some reason, on the way down, I just had like a final destination flash of me just Ooh. slamming into the pavement. And I was like, "Huh, I don't think I like this ride right now." And I well, like just I, I just, closed my eyes once or twice. I was ashamed to do it, but I was like, Ugh, "I'm gonna <coughs> win," says so we go down here just in case we smack. Just know in a different universe that version that happened, of the camera yeah. did die. So lucky you, it wasn't you. Um, I did something. Having all this said, mm-hmm. last summer um, I was with Megan and her nieces and nephews mm-hmm. uh, at the Delaware County Fair. You know our local fair in Iowa. Quite aware. And I went on a ride. I'm like, this is ridiculous. This is stupid. I'm not doing this anymore. Went on like a spinny roller coaster. I'm like, mm-hmm. this is going way too fast. And then, you know, it was just a carny running it, and it wheeled in three days earlier, and it's going to wheel out a few more days later. I will say that is where I do draw the line a bit. And it is a bit because our mom instilled this fear in us just not to trust fair carny rides. At least I assume at a major major amusement park they're doing ride safety checks or upkeep a little. <laughs> Granted, you do hear of horrific crashes everywhere. Well, well I, I did it just to be a nice uncle and appease people, but those days are over. <laughs> I ain't doing it anymore. Uh, you know, Disney does have O plus. I'll say, like the the people mover and just like non um, intense rides for people like our dad that had to sit with all of our bags and stuff while we went on the intense rides. What's the There's right age? I, I hear that Disney's getting more and more like crazy expensive to where it's not obtainable for all, the all of the person. parks. Yeah, they're very expensive. Yeah. What's the right age to take your kid? You, obviously, it's you want to be like, let's get them in young. They'll have a great time. But what's the point of spending that much money if they can't do anything? And it's just for the photos. I'll, here's a good answer for you. Our family went a lot. and Too much, I'd say. I don't remember any of our trips until I was seven. That was the first time I remembered going to Disney. But apparently, we went a couple time. two times before that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, at least I don't the know. only time I started making memories about fun family vacations going to Disney, seven. So I'd say start there. Six, seven for the first kid. Yeah, seven for the first one because a baby is just gonna. I don't get when people bring babies unless it is a big family and there are older kids, just because like that's just got to be such a hassle and just so much worse. Well, I did. Um, I mean, I was a baby so, at Disney, so I mean, I was that hassle. So I always wonder what the right age is for anything. I just came back from uh, visiting our sister Amanda, as you know, in Washington D.C. We went there. You were a little bit younger than me, but I'd say I was a middle schooler, and you were probably at the end of elementary school. Mm-hmm. So I had forgotten because I hadn't been there in so long. There's just a million people on their school trips. And it's primarily like people at the end of middle school or like maybe at the beginning of high school taking their big trip. Mm -hmm. It is just a waste on that age group. That is the worst age group to take there because they're like, I don't want. And I was the same. I'm like, I don't want to learn. You know, I just want to hang out and be cool. Yeah, they're too cool cool to enjoy that. I had one miraculous uh, trip to Disney. Our our sister lived in. Uh, outside of Orlando at the time, and she had a bunch of friends working at the park. So I forget who, but I think it was Winnie Pooh was our in, but we just got, like, free park hopper passes somehow. Like, I know, like, they don't have great benefits, so it was, like, her and a few different characters, like, hooked us up with their free family passes. But it was just, like, on a random weekday, no holiday. The parks were empty, and we managed to hit, like, pretty much every major ride I wanted except for the Peter Pan ride, which I am pretty happy about. (laughs) That's funny. So I I went there with Megs when we were in college. Mm -hmm. And you'll find that when you're not with a family of seven, um all doing the same activity uh two people can get around quite a bit easier very easy and if you don't go around the christmas holidays then uh it's it's pretty dead in comparison i'm like what is this Adventureland? that's our local thing in iowa back in the day listener context our family went to disney a lot around the christmas time when there were a lot of people there so 
If I had a park passer, I could easily do all of them. I probably wouldn't go to Animal Kingdom. Started but if I at Animal to. Kingdom. It had two. They, it was start, it actually, they're starting to get more rides there, so it is getting better. Start uh, there because it's early morning stuff anyway. Then I think we went to MGM, uh, Epcot, and then finished off with uh, Magic Kingdom. Yeah, you'd have, if you just wanted to hit the, sorry. If you just wanted to hit the big rides, you'd have all kinds of time with the park harper in one day to finish everything. Uh, n- n- favorite Disney ride. Where do you fall here? Oh, I haven't been Number in a while, one, so and I don't know about a lot of these new ones. I, yeah, yeah, I don't know anymore. But I got I got a tie between one and two. And it's not the subject material of one of them, but I'm a Splash Mountain or a, or a um, haunt, um, Tower of Terror. 100%. I'm a big Haunted Mansion guy. Now, they are going to be changing Splash Mountain drastically, so it will be... A, well, hopefully... I mean, essentially, I imagine the same track, which is new. That's the craziest thing. Not that they put um, the Song of the South in the vault, that in, like, 1984, they're like, let's theme a ride on this. Yeah, that is the crazier thing. They're like, let's bring this one back. Let's dust this That's guy That's like off. Will Smith. Not the crazy thing is is slapping him, but going back to your seat and then yelling at him. You're like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> like, it already happened, but you're making this worse. Um... I haven't been to. I mean, the last new ride I hit was like Mission to Mars. Maybe it's been a long time since I've been there. I've been to um, Universal and Harry Potter more the, recently. Yeah, I did that. Probably the last new ride is is that uh, what's the Soarin' experience oh, or whatever. Shit, then that's been a long time too. I mean, and now they're just replacing everything with Frozen and all the new <laughs> things. This is oh, kind of funny. I, I went on that Frozen ride. Yeah, I went on to Epcot. Th- this is kind of oh, funny. Wait, 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 I know wait. this is like a new Sne- clip from a sneaky garden most of- sneaky most like. Su- like fun ride that's not like like a sub attraction. I'm a big Jungle Cruise fan. Love the Jungle. Oh, Cruise. anything like that that has like a, a ride along actor are great. I want that whole theme experience. You know, it took me like, like honestly, an embarrassing. I want the great movie ride, but it's gone. Oh, that's yeah. the best of it. It took me an embarrassing long time to realize. Oh, they just they just all have the same spiel. They tell the same jokes. They can add their little flair, but it's the same. I mean, they're following the script. Uh, I do like, uh, oh my God, Carousel of Progress and just anything that's 1960s Ooh, yeah. futuristic of like, we're going to be here by then and we missed the mark. Those are Just fun. the more animatronics, the better. I'm sure those will all be. Oh, I thought about this the other day. You know, eventually they're just going to get rid of all the animatronics, right? Sure. And they'll just be replaced and modernized. Like someday, what if I start buying those up and I try to create my own weird little... Backyard Disney Park? Yeah, just a backyard Disney Park. Uh, I guess normally the way these go... You know what like, we were talking it's, about? It's religious. in danger. That, that's where that comes in. Yeah, I'd get shut down pretty It's going to be like that itchy and scratchy episode. <laughs> what if it's just for my own? Sentient and alive. <laughs> that's a good one. Have we come across that actually? Which is, I don't know what season that falls in. Because I, I, it's got to be within the top 10. As listeners know, I, I've been dipping in as my background, just comfort Simpsons. The episode. sneaky, funny line about that is Homer and Bart both re there's a callback joke with witty banter like that i could be an action hero or something and they both say it it's pretty funny check out for that little quip yeah. um what were you up to oh i got a question i don't know if this will lead anywhere in a good way sure. went to um you know the museum saw the monuments in washington dc oh yeah i'm curious about all the things you hit up while going there um so you know it was meg's first time there so oh, we really? wanted to make sure we did all the big monuments so we saw like you know lincoln Ooh, shitty place to go if you're pregnant just a lot of walking well we we decided uh we wanted to visit amanda before we had a kid because that'll make it tougher mm-hmm. we wanted to get before meg's was you know way too pregnant to walk so we we took it easy but she i was i was worried she pushed herself too far but i think we did well and before it got way too hot so we went then, did all the big things, did Lincoln, did Jefferson, did the FDR, went to the Smithsonian, the American History Museum, saw the um, spark, the, 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 
the flag that the Star Spangled Banner is based off of. It's like 40 feet by 42 feet. It's huge. Um, But the big museum that I wanted to go to, because it's one of my favorite, um, not because it's, you know, like... It's depressing to shit. It's the Holocaust Museum, but oh, it's such a good museum. It is a very good. I've been there. I mean, we went there as a family when we were younger, but I don't remember but, it too well. So obviously, like, the subject matter is, you know, really depressing because it's Holocaust, but it's such a good museum. Do you think, um, because we're of, like, Jewish, you know, descent, it means more to us? Yeah, or 100%. It, There's definitely a yeah. little more, yeah, vibe pulling okay. the heartstrings. Okay, okay, yeah. Anyway, Megan, you know, I, I talked about a lot. She liked it. It's I mean, you could just depressing. test it with different things. I know there's also very heavy just like plantation and like slavery kind of museums. You could see if that makes it feel as... And, <clears throat> well, I know there's um, the one we couldn't get into because like all the tickets were sold out. There's a new African-American museum. Mm-hmm. And I don't exactly know what it's like, but I assume that will, you know, be highlighting influential famous people, but then also show like, you know, slavery and the civil rights movement. Anyway, we didn't go to that, so I don't know. But I assume it would be, you know, depressing and sad and happy. The big thing is, though, there's nothing happy at the uh, Holocaust Museum, you know? No. Well, I mean, kind of. A lot of these museums, they give you a person at the beginning, and sometimes that person survived the war. That's like the only... Kind of Two of ours uh, did survive, which was surprising. Uh, when I went to the Titanic Museum, they also gave us those little booklets. I was a doctor. I did not survive. I was a, I was not the first class doctor. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Gotcha. Well, interestingly, I think we did talk about this, but the, our Titanic Museum was also posing as a Holocaust Museum for the month. I think it was some <laughs> sort of awareness, but we also got a little bit of that in there, too. So Weird combo, for sure. I mean, we're pairing two sad things together, at least, kind of. A lot of people died. Yeah, but like two big sub like history subject matters. Like you get it. <laughs> um. Oh, but uh, on a side note, one of my favorite things to do is just this is this is purely for myself. Mm-hmm. If I'm in um a city with um a historical landmark or a big building, like in Chicago, it's the Sears Tower. Obviously, never been. Or the Willis Tower, really? Dude, it's actually crazy how many landmarks in Chicago <coughs> I haven't done. I haven't been to John Hancock, Willis Tower, Sears. Haven't done the Ferris wheel. Like I've been to all the museums and I've done a lot. I've been, I mean, I've been to a lot of the venues, spots, and stuff. But I've kind of avoided touristy stuff other than like Millennium well, Park. Any, anyway, you know, one of my favorite things to do is just recreate in my head uh, that moment in Independence Day, the movie, where I see the landmark and I just imagine that a spaceship is rolling over it. You know, I do a solo pan. Anyway, Washington D.C. was just full of them. I had the <laughs> I had the Washington Monument. I had the White House. I had the Capitol Building. It was great for me in my head. I'm sure people loved it, and by people I mean our sister and your wife. I, I didn't say anything to him. It was more for it you. Was more okay. Me, you know? I mean, yeah. then that's just it was just for me. But anyway, that that was a killer. So we were talking about this before, and you did bring this up, but different transportation to take these trips. I assume you just flew. <coughs> oh, to Washington yeah. D.C. Yeah, we flew. Oh, to to go back to yours though, this air balloon. Mm-hmm. So I, I obviously I understand how they're gonna get out of the atmosphere. How are they gonna return back in? I think you just let pressure out of the balloon. I think you just you know let it deflate a bit. Wouldn't you need some force though to get back past the ozone layer and into our? I don't atmosphere? think they're going that high. I think they're just going pretty high up in the atmosphere. You get a really good view of the curve of the Earth, and you're up. You can see the stars and space above you. But I don't think they're but getting too won't, high. Won't the um. I'm led to believe that these uh, balloons will eventually pop. It. I have. Seen, I'm sure they're I have figuring seen a it lot out. of those. I'm, I'm. I'm sure they have some sort of controlling system or a real good parachute. Well, 
uh, money aside, if you're like, would you like to take this luxury blimp or this shitty spaceship that could blow up a bug? I guess I'll take the luxury. I would blimp, take the you know? eight hour trip for sure. Have some, but cocktails. I'd also be like, on top of that, we don't even got to go to space. Just take me to, yeah, we just float around at a good height. That sounds fine. That's fine with me. Uh, weird transportation thing. I always wanted as a kid, never got Heelys. Those shoes with the wheels oh. in the heel. I mean, on the plus side, I didn't stumble and like break my wrist, and I would have and like just skinned him a bunch. But I was so jealous of kids um, scooting around the halls on those. There was a handful of kids in my grade that had heelys. Brooks definitely had them, and I was never jealous because you know I'm not a big like yeah, yeah, yeah. skateboarder. I don't do wheels. I'm like, why would I? Why would I want to ruin my shoes? So you could just that? zip around the halls at high speed. That's really what it was meant for. That outside is dangerous. The smallest crack would take that wheel and send you. But like, would people Linoleum, grind on those? Would they try to there, hit some? There were versions of it. I forget. That's they how were, you break they your might wrist? have been called grinders actually, but there was just like a metal plate in the sole of the shoe. Oh at the yeah, yeah. I definitely saw that too. Like you would just slip for yeah. yeah. I mean before. Before it became like a meme our friends and i definitely would joke around and go like parkour and like jump off a wall and stuff but um you must just be happy as hell that like right now the baggy jeans are coming back now are you oh, nostalgic dude, i went for to that? band practice the other day and i had like baggy gray pants like a sh- like a like a colorful shirt and then like a pattern button-up short sleeve and i was like i look like either Stu from scream or randy is essentially how i was dressed up love it Give me one second. I got food coming. I got to check on it, okay? Uh, so uh, while you while you took that little food break, I switched out laundry. Which out of like chore task is your least favorite? Uh, for me, it's kind of dishes or laundry are the top two contenders. Um, Growing up, it was every single one. It broke me. Oh, I just same. I just had such a bad work ethic. You, you and me um, were both pretty bad about... Uh, I wouldn't quite say throwing tantrums, but we got out <laughs> of doing a lot of chore-ish work. So now mine is... I don't really get annoyed by any of them, but I, do, I don't dust. That's kind of like Meg's thing. Yeah, I've never been big on that kind of just basic dusting. Sweep, sweeping, it has to get pretty bad. Yeah, the uh, I don't Marcus really like to sweep. You know what I found out like almost only a year ago? You can use a vacuum on hardwood and it just sweeps. Yeah, if you have a good vacuum, it'll pick up stuff. I didn't know that at all. I mean, you have like Roombas and different things, same concept. That's what we've doing. been using the Roombas as much, but yeah, um, I don't really care about any chores now. I pretty much do chores just to stay in good graces. I mean, honestly, I kind of put cooking almost into that chore because it builds into dishes, and I do avoid it at all costs. Nicole's working tonight, so I'll be ordering out to. Do you know, avoid honest that. to God, what's changed the chore game or mm. anything like getting groceries? Blah 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 blah. It's just having wireless headphones, and you can listen to shit. I mean that's true. I mean everything I do, including my job, it does. Do you make it know easier. how hard it was to mow the lawn with this with a CD disc player and just have it skip the whole fucking time? That was terrible. I was thinking back. Funny enough, when I used to go jogging with like a CD player on my hip, oh, and I, would, I never or did like that. even like a Walkman, it would get and like wobble a bit just from me moving. Do you know what my last? Um, so like, I pretty much just stopped mowing the lawn after I graduated high school. Something mm-hmm. I'll probably have to pick You're up. Gonna be back in the game to. soon. So anyway, and it, it should be easier now because I'll have a wireless headset and like noise canceling headphones. I used to have to blare, blare, all the way up my shitty headphones and just just drowned out my hearing. I assume and give me ear ear irrep- What's the word? Irreplaceable. No, not ear rupture. It's just I couldn't reverse the hearing loss that I had for a moment. Irreplaceable hearing, hearing loss. loss. There you anyway, go. can you guess last uh, CD I senior year? So that's 2005. Okay. Last CD was which was my mowing CD. You'll never guess it. Well, you might. 2005. Um, 2005. Where were we at here? Oh god, that was that's the last time you mowed a lawn. God, it's been a while. 
Well, like I'd I'd mow it like sometimes when I'd go back and like for mom and dad, but like you know the last. I'm trying to think. You mean Paul mowing. Simon or something islandy? I'm trying to think of what you were into at the time. Good guess. It was definitely all did it. You're not. It's actually. Um, do you want a hint or do you just want me to say it? Just say it. I'm not going to get there. Uh, American Idiot, Green Day. It was your CD. I oh. used to listen to it on repeat. Interesting. I guess you were kind of doing a lot of chore work while you got into your good Charlotte angsty phase. That makes sense. Kind well, of. I was definitely hiding for sure. <laughs> No, I think I just chaperoned you guys um, at that concert in like oh, so Cedar really Rapids. In there. Nice, nice. Um, and I just got that in my head. Listened to the whole thing on repeat. I could pretty much do the front and the back listening to that album twice. That's a fun Plus, memory for listeners. You're, out you're there. pretty much stuck with the CD you have. You're not going to go back inside and shuffle through the CDs. That was uh, one of my earlier concerts, and Jordan chaperoned with my sister Megan to take me and a few of my friends uh, to the city to see Green Day. And we- isn't that isn't that funny that they're now just the family friendly band to go see? Kind of, yeah. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say quite say that, but well, like, sorry, they're, I mean, they're, they're mainstream. They're, 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 just, they're, well, they're mainstream, is what. Yeah, it is. but they're the type of concert that like you could take your ten year old to now. Yeah, kind of. Like and, how our uncle took us to see Rush. That kind of vibe. You know, I, I I'm not the biggest Rush fan. I know they're like main hits, but I'm glad that we got to see him mainly because they had one of the best drummers of all time. Yeah, I mean that's something to notch off. That that is a cool thing on the bucket list. What what was one of your early concerts that you chose to see that wasn't something that somebody took you to? Uh, first concert that was of my own choosing. Um, I drove to Minneapolis when I was a fresh. See, I didn't go to a lot of concerts like you did before. Well, I, I didn't go to that many like in high school. Well, just, we lived out in the country. The closest venues were kind of an hour away, but like a lot of the good ones were. Hour yeah, you'd have to, to like hours. go to a big city. You'd have to go to like Minneapolis, Chicago, or pretty yeah. much that's it to see a huge act. I, I mean, guess Des Moines. You could get Des Moines and Cedar. I mean, for my genre, <clears throat> particularly like punk stuff, there were some things in like the smaller college towns. But so the first concert I paid tickets to, I drove from Cedar Rapids to Minneapolis, and that was a huge drive for me at the time. I was really nervous. Took the PT Cruiser. Um, saw Tom Petty with uh, Pearl Jam opening. It oh, was that's a pretty big concert. It was to awesome. To choose for yourself. Yeah, and what was great was uh, Pearl Jam pretty much played the greatest hits, and then you know Tom Petty did as well. I think though, with artists like that, you find out like, oh, pretty much anything except for their new new stuff that I don't know is gonna be greatest hits. Yeah, but I know that Pearl Jam when they play their own concerts, they change up the mix quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they just they for themselves. The disc- yeah, discography. yeah, and the, but they'll play not just the hits; they'll play you know. Songs, if you were a real big fan, you'd want to. So I saw them. Who was yours, though? I'll tell you. That what, was still one of my favorite concerts. Well, I mean, I the first early one I chose was that, I think, Green Day concert. I mean, before that was like Rush and some other things. But that was, then, well, right after that, I went to House of Blues, funny enough, in Chicago to see the Starting Line, Cartel. I can't remember who else was on that. How old were you when that happened? Uh, I'm trying to think. It was either late middle school or I might have been freshman in high school. That's one thing that I'm like, I, I like the way we grew up. I'm sure there's better places, but one benefit of being in a, at least a college town or like a big city like Chicago or even a medium-sized city is you get touring bands to come through. Yeah. Like, that'd be so great to be able to go to shows. Well, just at all the arts in general, there's just more access. I mean... I think that's why when you live in the middle of nowhere, <coughs> and I'm being biased, I think you got a way better sense of humor. Not everybody. There's a lot of boring-ass bumpkins and rednecks and shit like that. Sure. But when you have nothing to do except shoot the shit, you get... You get fun. You're like Canadians, you know what I mean? You got your own <laughs> like sensibility. Iowans. No, like some Canadians that like are really, really funny. You know, like, you know, think of where they came from. Who didn't grow up in cities like Dave uh, Foley. Oh, there's that new Dave Mike Myers Foley. movie out. I haven't I heard, heard it's getting bad reviews. I've heard not good things. You know what I do want to say though? Hmm. He's obviously come and gone, but I think we should do this for the for the cult classics. We should I think uh 
I think Austin Powers is in his 25th anniversary. People forget how he was the biggest comedian in the world for like a you know eight years. Austin Powers one is funny. That's like honestly maybe one of my favorite '90s comedies that puts me nostalgically back in that time period. Oh, it's nostalgic as shit. But I, I mean, he flew the coop and he does like way, 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 way too many sequels and whatever. But he was hilarious. I think it'd be fine if he would just versions of himself like I married an axe murder instead of leaning into characters and well, accents so hard. I know I shouldn't suggest this on our podcast, but I think that'd be a good double feature for one of our upcoming months. What I married an axe murder in? Yeah, Austin Powers because that's oh, a gotcha. real cult classic. And then you know, show the many sides. Uh, Wayne's World. Yeah, we could do that easy. But I mean, so what, you just want to do Wayne's World? I just think it, I saw I married an axe murder is underrated. I do Woman. enjoy it, but I don't think Woman. it's necessarily hilarious. No, it's not funny, but you know who is really funny in it? They go to, I think it takes place in Seattle, oh, San Francisco. The, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, oh, I can't. Uh, Phil Hartman's in it, yeah. and he just knocks it out of the park. He has a cameo as like a guard doing a tour at Alcatraz talking about sex acts. Yeah, I just watched uh, what I wa- oh I watched Castaway last night. Oh yeah, how was it? Still lives up. Still, uh, m- it holds up pretty well, and it just makes me sad for this. That you you're not gonna get movies like that anymore with a movie star with a big budget, you know? Because everything's we're in the. It has to be a big comic book movie or. Not necessarily. A, it's just the fact. The problem is there are so many good movies, but they're buried on every streaming service, and it's impossible to find things. Well. Okay, I think there are a lot of good movies that none of us are seeing, but what I'm saying is released in theater, it's either a comic book movie or an Oscar like grab. And then anything interesting has to be made into a 10 episode um TV show, which I miss movies. Do you want to be kind of crying nice. out loud? Uh I have I've this new app because I'm looking for new ways to find new artists because I used to be really good at searching out no better sites, but You mean like musicians? Yeah, yeah. But there's this app where you can swipe up and down, and it, it's like a dating app, and it'll put undiscovered artists onto a playlist for you. But I want maybe something like that with movies, and I'm sure there is, that just like matches similar movie styles and directors and like maybe like other ratings to get to, to find some of these for me. I need, I need some of these to come to me. And right now it's just TikTok recommendations, kind of. <clears throat> I think I'm going to stop watching movies and stop reading books and stop listening to music. I think I've seen enough. Cool. I got to figure out something. Listen to our cult classics. But like, I, I didn't watch it. <laughs> I didn't watch it. But, but I've, I've got, I've got hard takes. But I remember it. No, um, I, I don't really mean that. I love watching movies, but I'm, I'm wondering if, uh, you know, like the comic book guy, oh, I've wasted my life. See, I've like, I've been talking about this for a while, but I've been into a slow paced movie. I watched, uh, the blob, just Ooh, the old like, original. Like, what year is that from? Is that the fifties? Fifties at some point, maybe sixties. But the funny thing in that is just because actors were so different in the time. Like they are clearly in like their late thirties, forties, but their cops are calling them you kids, you teenagers as they're like sure. racing cars. But like. It's a man. He's talking. It's talking to Steve McQueen. <laughs> if Steve McQueen is in the fifties, yeah, he's like a thirty-year-old. Yeah, he'd be like thirty. Then what are you, Do you kids doing if- racing around this late? So I, I thought about this yesterday. I've, I I haven't shaved clean my face for a while. Mm-hmm. If I did now, do you think I could act as in high schooler, or I just look too old? No, we're we're <laughs> we're in our. Th- you let me rephrase that. You could, but it'd be just as unbelievable as everybody else. We'd be extras. We'd be in the background. We'd be that person that you and I say that guy's not in high school. It is funny though. I mean, I saw where was I? I feel like I was around college students. I can't remember where. I don't know what it was, but I'm like college kids just look. They like look kids. like kids to me now. Yeah. yeah no, I probably are. can't play a high schooler anymore. 
Probably not. Which is good because I'm 35. There's no limits to college. You could, you know, you could play a college student. Well, I mean, people in college. When I was in college, I looked young, but you you hang out with people who look like they were 40. I mean, my facial hair is coming in white now, so it's kind of, it's getting hard for me to hide it. You don't have any really gray or white hairs yet. You can you you pass better than I do. Um, I I do my my facial hair. I'm beginning to get like white whiskers. I'm starting to get a patch now on either side of my goatee. That's kind of a it's kind of defining it though. I don't hate it. My dad, our dad was just complimenting it on our last phone call. Oh yeah. Apparently that's how his started. He's like, yeah, my chin went white just like that. So his beard's all white. It'll be going that I, way soon. I think mine is, you know, like uh, when a Stephen King character gets frightened and they turn white <laughs> overnight. I yeah. think that's what's going to happen to me. I think you'll see me one day and then the next I'll just have white hair everywhere. <laughs> like Jordan, I'll get scared. Happened? Ooh, speaking of Stephen King, did some flight time. I am now eight pages further in one of my short stories. Oh, good for you. I thought you were going to say you watched that new Firestarter. What the fuck is that? It's the new movie, I think, maybe coming out to Netflix that's based on the Stephen King book, The Firestarter, a remake of the movie Firestarter. Oh, man. Drink if you... If you're drinking every time cameras at Firestarter. <laughs> Firestarter. Um, no, haven't heard of that. But um, I do like Stephen King. I like his nostalgic like coming-of-age stories. You like his yeah, like coming-of-age period of peace, like big moral lesson learned stories. Green Yeah, which is like things. a pretty big genre of his, you know, yeah. out of or one of the genres I think. Th- those are the ones I like. You're, I mean, I assume outside of all the molestation in Yondo, uh that's what Heart of Atlantis is probably all about. Hey, man, that's just the end, and that's just an assumption that people are making about that nice old man. Yeah, it's, it seems pretty molesty, but... um. I'd have to read the source material. It's kind of like, what's that Mel Gibson movie? The like, Man Without a Face or something? I think it's Man Without a Face. Yeah. There you go. I don't know why, but we had to watch that in school. It wasn't related to anything. I think they were just trying to tell us to be nice to people that are different, so we'd watched it. <coughs> I mean, and be wary of, you know, depressed people without a face. They might try to go into the other lane. Oh, which killed. reminds me of something. What, what, weirdest school assembly we had without a purpose, like... People, there's always the motivational speech assemblies that schools have. That they have a purpose usually, like, don't drink and drive. I killed someone. Like, don't do drugs. Look at my life. There's a moral lesson. But one time we just walked into the gymnasium, and Michael Jackson's Man on the Mirror is blaring through the sound system. They have it on repeat because it took, like, chair. 20 minutes to get all the classes in and settle down. That's a long song, too. The music stops, and it was just, like, a volunteer golf coach that worked with the high school. And he came in to tell us about his hard times in Vietnam and how he came back with PTSD and he couldn't look himself in the mirror. And at that moment they cued this song again and that was it. Like there wasn't like a lesson learned. He was just like war was bad. And he just told us some horror stories. I lost Well, you, you know, I was just trying to find the runtime to man in the mirror. Cause I think it is a very long song. <laughs> it sure felt like it. It was really weird. What was the most pointless school assembly you had? Five twenty. Yeah, um, heard it like three times at Assembly 4. I don't know if it was pointless, but I can tell you the one that just fell on deaf ears. Um, I'm not proud of this, but it's it, it's a little funny. It's like a TV show. Mm-hmm. So we, we went to the don't drink and drive one. Sure. You know, I think we had it as a freshman. And oddly enough, that just that night was the first night I Everybody got drunk. Everybody drank drunk. Yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't drive. I didn't drive. But we definitely got drunk. They're like, we're getting drunk tonight. I, I was adamant. I'm like, I'm not going to drink. That's for losers. And then like, I went to like Des Moines with our family and came back. And everybody's like, hey, we got drunk last week. And it's about as fun as we can have. I'm like, okay, then I guess I'll do that. <laughs> They're like, we can't have any more fun than that. I'm like, okay. Well, 
Will my parents like that? They're like, they will not. You will get grounded. They but you'll enjoy. It. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now that I'm going to have a kid, it's like I got to figure out. I mean, not immediately, but I got to think of how I'm going to deal with that, you know? Um, I'm not going to be one of those parents that's like, you can drink in the basement oh, where you're at. No, absolutely not. I need to know. I need them to know there's consequences. And you just got to be real with them. You're like, hey, it's not the worst thing if you do it, but like, don't. You're burning your brain cells and shit. It's really not that good for you. I need them to. Well, I guess we shouldn't talk. They're not going to listen to the podcast by the time. Hopefully, you know, by the time they can listen to podcasts. I don't know if they'd go back to listen to this. Oh, I did tell Megan, though, the other day. It's like, if I do die young, now you've got all these hours of me. Oh, I've thought talking that before. With Cameron. I've, I've, I was like, I wonder if they can rebuild me with AI and get my personality close with all of our conversations. Probably somewhere. Well, if this is your highlighted conversations, you're going to be like a weird conspiracist. Always talking about. Like Bigfoot and shit, which okay, I guess so it sounds is like a port- they nailed my personality. <laughs> they, they nailed it. Um, well, I, I lost my train of thought. What were we talking about? Uh, school assemblies, you logging all your life here for AI to replicate. Oh, yeah. Um, damn it. If they, if they, I'm going to be way more Eeyore than I really am. <laughs> I think that people think I'm an Eeyore, but it's mainly just because like, my voice is the way it is. I do think as uh, I've gotten older, I've gotten more inflection. I'd also say it's because you start 60% of your conversations with, <sighs> then you say it, <laughs> which is very Eeyore-ish. I believe that's how he starts every sentence. <sighs> Kill me now. Yeah, with that noise. <laughs> Oh, you guys didn't even notice. Since we've been on the topic, do you have a favorite Disney character? Is there one of the cartoons that spoke to you the most? Um, That I related with? Maybe not so much, but just a favorite character. Um, I was a big... I got real into the villains when I was younger, which is weird. Uh, Oh, you... you, I I mean, from my perspective, you were really into... um, uh, Fro 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 what Frollo from Hunchback? He, yeah, yeah. A young kid for some reason. Hellfire! Burn those I think witches. he just yeah. Um, gypsies burn those gypsies. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Crusty jugglers. Oh, I just rewatched that. It just yeah. That's that... because it's a big thumbnail on like Hulu or HBO or something. <laughs> they're they're one of the streaming services is pushing it. Right I now. actually watched it at Amanda's uh, place because oh, nice. we got in early because we were like hitting stuff early in the morning so we can make sure to get stuff while the weather was nice. Uh, when we I visited that. Amanda, we watched uh, what's the Queen document or movie? Mm. The Queen movie. Uh, oh, Ronnie you mean Malik? the actual movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I uh, I actually really like a song from that. Obviously, the uh, I believe hits, it's but... written by Queen. No, 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 no. It was written by Smile, the band that preceded Queen. They got that Arson Harmony. Feeling all right. It's like how they meet each other. Oh, right, right, right. I, I mean, obviously. I do I you remember like you Queen. pushing that song at the time. Yeah, um, I'm going to push, not not to other people, but like with you, I'll push any song that's stuck in my head. If only we had that enthusiasm about our own projects. Well, it's tough to push this to people. We should get better at that. Uh, obviously, I missed the boat with Brooks, you know? That one. That was my big shot to take, and I didn't do it. Uh, that's a battle I have on my notes. Oh, uh, oh, just a quick answer. I'm sure you're 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 just you know sitting at the edge of your chair. Uh, I was a big Baloo guy, the bear. Oh, I was like, wait, what? Like, that movie's super boring, actually, and I, you know, why you kind of racist more than you realize as a kid. But uh, I well, love. I that think bear. anything like '60s and earlier from Disney. Uh, maybe I'll go. I don't know. It's a little little sketch. Probably is all. It's fu- it's funny to be like, oh, we're being so progressive with like Encanto and Remember Me, whatever the hell that one was. But like that's gonna age awful. You know what I mean? Because they're making it for kids. They're doing it in broad strokes, and it's it's just gonna age horribly. Well, on that note, do you have on any, that note? Do you have anything else for this week? It's all I had on my notes. 
Um, no. Uh, just looking for places sucks. Figuring out what I'm going to do with my life. Real I've been having shit. a lot of s'mores recently, so that's been pretty cool. I'm going to order food and actually have a couple s'mores for dessert. So there's something oh, to look forward s'mores to. S'mores are the best. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going full suburb lifestyle. This weekend, I had two fires on the Saturday, well, Friday and Saturday. The At first, your place? Yeah, the first one was functional. There's just like a bunch of brush and stuff from like last year that we need to burn. So getting rid of that. But then the next one was functional. And we bought logs and like invited some friends over. Uh, missed that text. Missed you were in Washington text. and I knew. Would have been nice to get the text so to be like, oh, I'm in D.C., but yeah. but I appreciate the invite. I knew I knew it beforehand, but hey, you're invited to the next one because uh, I would I, love because I got a brand new propane tank, so we're gonna be grilling. Oh, nice. Let me know. <coughs> Maybe this weekend. Okay, um, that's all I got. Um, on that note, bye guys. Bye everybody. Thanks for listening. Check in next. Give me week. give me your little cute bye, and I'll give you an Eeyore bye. Bye bye. Bye everybody. <laughs> Till next all time. All right, bye. bye.